Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast Dragon Ball Edition. That is right, Dragon Ball Edition. The Dragon Ball portion of the L7C is back. So we have the Dragon Ball expert with us, Mr. Mitch Oso. How are you doing today, sir? Well, it's good to be back. But, you know, now you're putting me to work, man. It's like (laughs) I enjoyed my vacation. So I was was enjoying just sitting back and just seeing what everyone else is doing and uh, you know, letting everyone else kind of take the reins, but uh, good to be back, man. Yeah, because the last Dragon Ball chapter was August 19th, 2022, and the movie was around that time as well. So we haven't had Dragon Ball in the whole fall season. We're in winter now, like in the entire fall, we had no Dragon Ball. Yep, August 19th, that was summertime, man. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're recording this on the 21st, the day after the chapter releases, first day of winter. Literally, the entire fall season, we did not have did not have a manga chapter to review. It's been a while. So. Been a very long time. And before we talk about this chapter, obviously, there was stuff coming out from the typical people who put stuff out. Chronicles, Geek Demon stuff, saying that we're going to have a chapter in December. And to everyone's, a lot of people's surprise, it was a prequel-ish to Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So I guess this is going to tie it in with the manga and stuff. So Mitch, a lot, it got confirmed for a lot of people that Granola and Moro happened before Super Superhero. Yeah, yep. So it's uh, it's happened. All of this is still happened before the twenty uh, eighth World Martial Arts Tournament. So mm-hmm. you know we. We haven't. Well, hold on. I, I I forget. I need to brush up. Was the movie after the tournament? No, the movie is right before the. Like it's near the end of Z. It's right before the the yeah. the twenty eighth World Martial Arts Tournament. Okay, mm-hmm. that was just a nice little refresher. You see, that's how long it's been. You know, I just get a little rusty with my with my knowledge here. But uh, but yeah, it, uh, it it confirmed that just uh, you know the time placement for all of this stuff. So yep, we're we're still before the end of Z, so I mean, you know, our, our hopes that uh, they uh, retcon GT are still alive, but that ain't happening. Never, nothing ever happened that we wanted to. But, but that's a discussion for another time. But, so yeah. with them confirming the placement, I know when Super Superhero came out, and everyone's like, "When did this movie take place? Is this is this in Granola happening at the same time?" Or it's, whatever now it's confirmed after obviously now we go back to a thing we talked about a long time ago which can now be really revisited again like how strong is orange piccolo how strong is gamma one and gamma two how strong truly is cell max and ultimate gohan because since we know that this happened after moro piccolo saw goku and vegeta versus moro and he said gamma one and gamma two were as strong as them so now we know like the time frames yeah uh, we do, and uh, I don't know if I agree with all these power scalings, but we never agree with these power scalings. No one does. It, it right. doesn't make sense. Because but... <laughs> now, the debate now, it's a, I mean, you can guess, because now we know time frame, the Gohan versus Frieza. It still has to be Frieza, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, uh, the question that we're all going to have to ponder on is, are we going to see Black Frieza before the 28th World Martial Arts Tournament. Mm. And, and if that's the case, then, you, you know, you know, 
then you have to when, next time you watch Z and you're sitting there and you're watching Goku and Vegeta and all of them uh, go and get Oob and all that stuff, you're literally going to be sitting there thinking that, wow, Frieza is really out and about and they're just sitting there just having a little <laughs> fun time, just enjoying, uh, you know, the tournament while probably, you know, billions of people and numerous or um, civilizations are getting just, you know, enslaved and destroyed and, you know, they're just chilling there, just having a good, good old time. So, uh, yep, uh, that ending of Z, you know, it, it was 30 years ago, 20, 30 years ago that that was written. And, yep. you know, you can't, you can't harp on someone for what they thought was going to be the end <laughs> to the yeah. franchise. Agreed. But, dude. like, sticking super into that 10, that 10 year period just, it, it, may, it just makes things a little awkward. Per se. Yeah, because now if you're thinking like that, like, oh, they were having their fun time where, oh, uh, Beerus and Weiss, what are they doing? Why aren't they at the tournament? Obviously, hindsight, like you said, Freeze are running amok. What are the other universes doing right now? What if there's another tournament? We're just out here having fun. Like, what's yep. Royley doing right now? Like, now you have all these questions. Yep. It's just goofy. It's We'll, we'll see how they try to work it out. It, it's not going to be a smooth ride, but I don't think like we're going to run into a billion speed bumps, but well, we'll just have to wait and see. But we have this chapter, this prequel to Super Superhero, and yeah. uh, I think that was the that was the one thing that um, it, this is going to be a different review for everyone listening because I'll be honest with you, we knew that this chapter, and maybe you've read the chapter or maybe you've heard through the grapevine, but if you haven't, um, this chapter was a filler because as as we've said, this was you know, the ramping up for the movie, and it was a super long chapter. You know, we get the standard 48 pages. This was 55 pages. It it, it followed um, Goten and Trunks, who have taken the role of um, trying to be a superhero, you know, just like uh, Gohan whenever he was a great Saiyan man, and uh, it, it was just the intro to this little mini uh, filler arc that we're about to get to him, but it starts off Actually, the pages are in color, the first yeah. like five pages. Um, pretty nice to see some stuff because um, it starts off on Beerus's planet and Goku and Vegeta are there and Goku, Whis, and Beerus are having a meal after um, the fight on gas. Gas uh, against uh, gas and granola and the heaters all on planet cereal. Or, uh, yeah. And um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> On planet, well, Goku, Goku, yeah. and they fought granola. They're back on Beerus's planet, and they're just chowing down. Yeah, they're just chowing down, and they're thinking about how they're going to defeat Frieza. Um, we actually see Frieza in yeah. his black Frieza transformation, which is pretty sweet. Not all gold and purple, for example, obviously, with how the name suggests. He's he's mainly his white um, look, but um, different parts of him are you know the color black and it looks pretty good looks pretty good in color it's um it's weird now because they haven't had to chase frieza and power level in a long time in like a long time so now that they know they because for people remember when frieza showed up at the end of granola because me and mitch we gave up hope because it was almost two years and this dude was not seen and then he shows up the last chapter kills the main villain 
KOs the heroes in one hit in his new form. So remember, Frieza is on a whole different level of power than true Ultra Instinct and Ultra Ego. Oh, yes. He is, without a doubt, the, uh, the greatest mortal mm-hmm. that is in Universe 7, or none. And it, it was interesting, like you said, you know, Goku and Vegeta and Granola, they went, they had to grind out that win against Gas, and he just he just pops out of nowhere, Frieza does, and puts his fist right through Gas's gut, kills him, stomps on his skull, and brushes his remains into the dust. It was, you know, epic and sweet. So how that will proceed after this arc, this mini filler arc occurs, yeah. You think they can catch him? Because I guess my question is, is like, if Frieza thinks they can catch him, he should just go back in the time chamber. He has his own personal one now. Like, that is absurd. Like, they need to go find that and blow that up. Is that the same one, though, in which Goku and Maris trained in? Did we ever confirm that? I don't Not think so. Since... yet, no. So, I mean, if that's the same one, then Goku knows where that is, and maybe he can just get rid of it. But if there's one random one sitting in the middle of a desolate planet that Maris knows about, then for all we know, there's there's an infinite amount of those rooms around for anyone to find. So, Remember back in the day? Where they used to say you can only go in the hyperbolic time chamber twice in a lifetime. Yep. Yep. For like, what was the max? Max time? You couldn't be in there for more than 24 hours, but like, like at one time, and then you can only be in there for like two times. But Vegeta just showed that that was was BS. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Going in there, destroying it to get out of it. That was kind of fun. Because sat there during Z wondering how in the hell Gotenks, Boo, and Piccolo were going to get out. And of course, you know, they had to rip uh, the dimensions in half just to, you know, traverse the uh, universe there. But Vegeta just powers up, gets real strong, blows up the door, pisses off uh, Mr. Popo, and uh, just goes on his merry way. So, yeah, the <laughs> hyperbolic time chamber has been, it's been retconned a lot. But again, same kind of concept as with the writing of the end of Z there. You know, that was 30 years ago. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we, we go from there and then continue on, man. We get to see Goten and Trunks as true teenagers. Yeah, you know, the, the, the one thing that's nice about this, this chapter is just it's a change of pace. Yes. So we don't, don't have to focus on Goku. Vegeta doing the same same damn thing. You know, they train, they fight a villain, uh, they train some more, they fight the villain again, and then ultimately uh, some sort of BS happens, and then they train again or they fight anyway. So, um, but yeah, it's nice if you like if you like the Saiyan art with Gohan back in the season seven of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you're gonna love this. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy it, and it was pretty good. So. Basically, I'm going to give you the quickest rundown possible. Yeah. Um, it starts off, it shows that uh, Go, uh, Goten and Trunks, uh, they show up at a bank robbery, and they are in their their, their superhero costumes. They call themselves uh, Trunks, refers to himself as Saiyaman X1, and Goten is Saiyaman X2. And they got all their goofy poses that uh, 
is just a staple with um, with the show with the stuff. Uh, they beat up the um, they beat up the criminals and so on and so forth. And then they're talking about you know how to get their uniforms um, to be more easily you know accessible, like putting them on and off. And Trunks makes a remark that he'll go see if Pilaf can actually create something for them. And Pilaf does, saying that um, part of his deal, you know, he's going to try to steal the Dragon Balls from Bulma. And Trunks uh, need not tell her uh, their deal. And Trunks just, you know, says that they have a deal. And uh, but Bulma finds out. So Trunks is, he takes his little. Um, so yeah, Trunks takes the newly assembled. Uh, costume wristband that he has and he takes it and he tries it out and in the meantime though there are um, uh, Capsule Corp has these little robots um, that are you know they're helpers for people their own little personal servants but they're kind of going haywire in the city right now and no one knows why but around the city at night zombies are appearing so there is something that connects the two and Goten and Trunks, you know, they 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 find one of these zombie um, people um, walking around in the evening, and they discover that he has a remote. And as he goes up to these robots, he's you know making a malfunction, and the robot runs away. And they follow the zombie character here to a abandoned mansion, and they find that um, the robots are being reprogrammed. Um, by um, a group of zombie androids, as we kind of find out, called Alpha, Alpha Squad, I believe is what it was. Mm-hmm. And um, they were created by um, Dr. Keto, who is Dr. Zero's uh, grandson that uh, we all saw in the movie there. And Trunks and uh, Goten, they fight off. Um, well, Trunks does. He fights off the um, the, the team there, the zombies. And um, he finds a safe that has Dr. Giroux's research into it. And he takes it and he takes it home. And um, Dr. Hito arrives and he discovers that his stuff has been ransacked and stolen. And that's, that's about how the chapter ends. Nothing really more than that, other than the typical stuff like, you know, Trunks is, you know, still trying to kind of woo my into you know being his girlfriend and all that stuff and she has absolutely no interest in it and you know that's that's about it i think like yeah no kind of a, that's about it you're right i'm trying to like sprint through the chapter to see if i missed anything but no i mean there was cool like it. there was cool stuff like i would never suspect in 2000 and 22 on like the like one of the first earlier pages where we get an appearance from the flying nimbus what was that that is on page it's on page 12 where goten says see at school tomorrow you see the flying nimbus coming to pick him up it's right when he gets the call from his mom i see it there yep yeah yeah, I totally missed that. I just thought he was just like flying off. But again, I was trying to, you know, read this chapter a little bit quick there. Just miss that and didn't get to absorb it. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a nice callback to 
you know, pre-Dragon Ball before everyone forgets what even occurred in Dragon Ball with right. you know, today's society. But, what hap- What do you think happened to Orange High School? Because now we got Blue Blue High School. You know, since closer to a big city, you know, I've just come to learn that you know some school districts just have multiple. You know, they have multiple high schools. You know, maybe like uh, the school district in which I'm in. You know, they have a a building just for freshmen, just ninth grade, and then their high school has ten, eleven, and twelve. So it's like, you know, blue maybe. Maybe blue is just, I mean, how old are they? they? You know, they would be around that age, like early mm-hmm. teenagers are not even driving yet. So, I mean, maybe blue is just where you go before you get to orange. So that's, that's a good point. It's, it was interesting because with like this whole superhero gimmick thing, like why would they, it makes more sense for this trunks to like have seek a secret identity than it did for Gohan back then. And the reason for that is that like when he sneaks back in the school, he's like, not even the heir of capsule corporation. Cause like technically everyone knows who Trunks is because of his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everyone like, on the planet knows, should know Trunks. You know, just they're the richest and the largest, you know, the richest family and the largest company in the world, which, you know, they mentioned that in the movie. So, yeah. yeah and I guess with Goten, too, it makes sense with the secret identity because, like, if you do the whole superhero connect the dots, his brother is Gohan, who was married to Videl, who's the daughter of Mr. Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, apparently TMZ does not exist in the DBZ <laughs> or DBS universe because there's no way in hell that go that those two are not the most known people in that entire school. There's no way. I agree. I I agree, man. Like, because I was like, all right, it makes sense. Because I almost had to think back to Dragon Ball Z. I was like, wouldn't they already know who Trunks and Goten are? Because, like, there's official record of them fighting in, like, that junior tournament. Because I was like, I don't think that got erased when they made the wishes after Boo. I don't think so. No, because that occurred before all of the destruction of what Vegeta caused. So mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't think that got erased from people's minds, but I'd have to go and actually hear what that wish exactly was. Right. Because if they wish for the entire tournament to be erased as well, like and no one remembers that tournament ever even occurring. No, yeah. right. And agreeing that. And then we did. It's funny, too, because you see a typical teenage moment where Goten's excited to go to the movie. And Trunks like, I only have two, man. I want to ask my. And then you go to that signature. Uh, <laughs> Trunks was putting. He didn't do. He didn't believe in bros before hoes, man. Yeah, that is true. Now, I will say there is one thing that kind of made me cringe because there's no way in which teenagers talk about it like this in today's age. But when they were playing video games and. Unless this was just filler or uh, who who did the lettering for this? It was a new person. It wasn't, I think, give me one second here. The lettering was by uh, Brandon Ovia, mm-hmm. which you can see that uh, on page five there right in the middle because uh, Caleb Cook, um, he still did the translation, but maybe Brandon couldn't fit 
uh, the acronym for in real life. Yeah, because there's no way in heck that Trump is like, oh, I just, uh, I just want to go kick butt IRL. Like, I, it, it, it was just like, really. But you know, people got some issues with that because they're like, how does Trump not know how to deal with like tech stuff? His mom is Bulma. Well, I mean, do you think Vegeta knows how to boot up a computer? Oh, no, but I was think, but he knew how to use a spaceship. Is Trunks not to use a spaceship? Well, in fairness to Vegeta or even Goku, those like the brief, the brief family, they made that shit as easy as can be. Like Goku had a single button going to Namek to get that thing going. <laughs> it, was, it, it was a big, huge six inch by six inch button. And then he would just push that thing, went skyrocketing and flying. And uh, but no, maybe Trunks just wants to be more like, more like his dad. Maybe I don't know. He didn't seem like that. This universe is Trunks. Obviously, right. does, didn't seem like that whenever he was a kid. He always seemed to like, I don't know, just want to be a kid. He didn't want to fight too much. But I mean, we did see the. Moments whenever you know they're training or uh, Trunks and Vegeta, or you know, they're training in the uh, gravity chamber, mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden, and uh, Trunks goes Super Saiyan, and then Vegeta's like, Hey, you're in a world martial arts tournament, everyone can go Super Saiyan now, it's a, it's a bargain sale, um, you know, the classic funny line, but um, yeah, it's just. If Trunks wanted to be more like his father than his mother, then I guess that would make sense. He also makes the remark whenever he's sitting in class and, and Trunks shows up late for the class that he's attending and you find out that the teacher doesn't give a hot shit that he is <laughs> a brief. Like The teacher's like, I don't care who you are, who you will be, whatever. Stop being late. Otherwise, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expel you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the teacher wasn't fucking around, and um, but then the kid that's next to Trunks is like, eh, "Good one, pal. You can't even get into class without you know being caught or whatnot." And then I forget how the dialogue goes, but Trunks admits that he does not want to be the CEO of a corporation. He thinks it's going to be boring. So maybe, maybe his lack of interest in running. Company, therefore, means that he has a lack of interest in computers and that stuff, and that's where he is. So, yeah, it looks like with that, though, we'll see because that's a long way down the line. Looks like then the daughter would be the one taking over Capsule Corp. It kind of makes sense. I mean, because that would that would give Bola like you know a way to keep like the legacy of Bulma going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see. Should be should be interesting, but I also still just can't believe how Trunks is trying to get with my I get that like they got wished to be like young forms, but like Mai's older than Goku. For real though. Does Trunks understand that? No, I don't think so. Like does I, that's the thing. I I don't think, and I I hope that I can correct myself in case I'm wrong. 
And I don't remember Trunks ever learning that, like, the history of the Pilaf gang. Right. Like, and what they did and what they've tried to do. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he knows. So then, yeah, that, that feeds into what you said. Teenage Trunks here, let's say he's 16. Mai has to be, technically, she has to be, like, 60. Yep. Like, you know, old as shit. Mm-hmm. But, but because of Dragon Ball, she's she's young, so, I mean. Well, she's growing oh. out of that wish body. Or whatever, yeah, whatever happened to him, just like Goku did in GT at the end of, like, GT. Goku's mm-hmm. not a kid. He's back in his adult form. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if, I, I really don't want to get into a philosophical debate of, <laughs> if you're an adult and you get, if some, you made, or someone made a wish to make you a minor, <laughs> just, no. This is like some Michael Bay kind of shit. It really is. In, in Transformers 4, <laughs> you know, why not Why not make your female lead? Why make her 17 so that you can talk about Romeo and Juliet laws of why it's okay to have sex with a minor? It's like, okay, Michael, like, just fix the plot. <laughs> just can, can we also talk so- about how uh, Goten's hair, how it went from when he was like, shorter obviously looking identical to goku to now goten looking identical to the gohan who fought cell i'm trying to think well they are trying to match like goten's hair more up with what he will look like mm-hmm. um, at the end of z yeah because he, he did have a different hair style than what goku did you know yeah. personally i think that i think that's good you know it kind of just shows some individualism you know goten trying to identify who he is because i mean if he just looked like goku i mean the entire time you know as a as a any as anyone no one no one truly wants to be their parents they want to be you know that maybe they want to follow in some successful footsteps of their parents but everyone wants to be their own individual and hell do you really does anyone really want to look like goku everyone gets pissed off when they see goku that, that was the part <laughs> in the second broly movie broly mm-hmm. returns day when broly came around and he saw goten he got pissed <laughs> just <laughs> it's just part of just that whole thing so yeah I, I don't i don't mind that they're staying true to what they did yeah um, i think it's funny see? Two, like, want to talk about like Romeo Juliet, like Michael Bay writing and stuff like that. Like one of the last pages where also police officer Krillin doing his 401k job, um, telling <laughs> Goten and Trunks, this is no place for a couple of teens to be sneaking around. I was like, hmm, d- did you forget like that they are super Saiyans? Like, I'm pretty sure they could sneak around a normal place on planet Earth. I mean, like I don't understand why Krillin would even make that comment because I mean you make a point like what during this bank robbery mm-hmm. Trunks takes the gun out of the guy's hand and crushes it like it was made of Legos throws it in a trash bag <laughs> and says this will get cleaned up and then like like these people can dodge bullets they can catch bullets they can 
you know, fight people uh, with hardly an minimum energy required. And Krillin knows this. He's like, oh, there's no place for a teenager. Like, come on, man. Like, stop. Like, <laughs> you guys have transcended human beings on the planet. There's, there's the five people that could harm you. And random schmucks are not are not those people. So, where do you think we go from here? Like, what's the next chapter going to be? Is it like them another superhero thing? They're going to add some stuff. Like, we have a I think we have a chapter next month in January. I think I think this this mini arc is going to run. I would think it would only run about two or three more because mm-hmm. I think what they're going to try and do is because you know dr hito was introduced and there was that disc Mm -hmm. of dr Giro's work i think this will actually explain more and more how dr um, hito created his androids gamma one and gamma two because uh actually let me ask you a question here Mm -hmm. because this might have just kind of clicked in my brain here do you know the greek alphabet Ooh, not. And I used no. to have to say it a long time in, in alphabetical order. I don't know if I could. Well, do it the, now re- the reason why I ask is it, uh, you don't even have to go far into it, but the first three letters are alpha, beta, gamma, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so using that logic and how all of the Red Ribbon Army, whenever they made androids, they always went, you know, up the chain. You know, mm-hmm. you, got, you started with Android. Android one, two, three, what and then we started we saw Android eight, and then we got the sixteen all the way up to twenty. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So these androids that he created using the corpses of dead people. So just so you know, mm-hmm. audience that yeah, he he dug up a whole bunch of corpses and made them androids. They were Alpha Squad. You know, mm-hmm. they were Alpha. And in the movie, we have Gamma One and Gamma Two. Mm-hmm. So by that logic, we should have a beta android here coming with this arc, which maybe beta squad or beta one or whomever will be the 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 monumental task that Trunks and Goten will have to fight. And then that'll end their arc. And that will then give Dr. Hito the information that he needs to make gamma one and gamma two so much stronger so yeah i was actually going to say two things on that too because we'll just i'll go from that first before my previous thing so maybe trunks and goat like trunks and goten are the influence for why he made gamma one and gamma two so superhero-y because he's going to get caught by trunks and goten who are portraying superheroes and also i was saying thinking too like this mini arc is going to lead to why Dr. Hito was placed in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, because yeah, he does have to go to jail for yeah. this to be, for the movie to be canon. So, so maybe that's how we're like, all right, how did Dr. Hito get in jail? And why did he decide that he wanted to make Gamma One and Gamma Two have capes and be superheroes as well? And it might be off of Goten and Trunks. Yeah. He might be inspired by, you know, their outfits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or, Gamma one, gamma two. You know, it also makes sense because this is like the same kind of logic in terms of power scaling. Mm-hmm. Alpha Squad was weak as hell. Um, yes, and Trunks was able to dispatch them pretty easily. So you know, he'll make Beta 
the beta team or whatnot, and then they'll get beat. But like you remember, like how overpowered Doctor Shiro made made the androids because like he got the the last bit of information that he gathered on the Z fighters was on you know Goku and Vegeta when their power levels were like you know twenty or thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. That he didn't. As Vegeta makes a remark, you know, Doctor Zero did not study them whenever they were in space in their battles that they they waged up. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the battles that they waged up there. Mm-hmm. So, and then he made androids that were stronger than Frieza to fight people who were as strong as Nappa. Like, right? That's overkill. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know. So with like like that logic. That that wouldn't make sense then why Gamma One and Gamma Two would be so strong because Dr. Hideo uses these next set of androids to gauge the power level that he would need to defeat anyone like Goku and Vegeta again. Well, I agree. I agree. I agree, man. It's we're gonna see. I I, I do think it'll be a couple months. I would think Maybe it's done by March because that's when I think that's yeah, that's the month Dragon Ball Super Superhero comes out in DVD and like digital for America. So maybe they time it that perfectly. No. Yeah, I would say especially if these chapters are super big. Mm-hmm. You no know, extra seven pages, you know, in the span of three months, that's you know, that's 21 pages. That's that's half of a normal chapter. Right. That's that almost gives a full month right right ahead of it. And since this is just a filler for that, yeah, you're probably right. And then do you think though they'll do the same that they did for you know Broly though, and that they won't make a manga chapter for Broly? Yeah. Um, and they'll I, just I skip right to after superhero. Mm-hmm. Cause then they'll skip that and then whatever arc thing that because I mean like there's no way they're going to let Black Frieza live. Like, there's no way they're going to go to that tournament with Oob, like you said at the beginning of this podcast, being because everything's getting retconned, carefree, willy-nilly, and there's a dude who's a billion times stronger than just wrecking havoc. No way. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. You think that, uh, you think that after Goku and Vegeta get back and they see that Gohan and Piccolo are in their forms, they just... I don't know, they bull rush Frieza, or do you think they actually will need to train, or do you think they're fighting a new enemy? There's no way they fight a new enemy before Frieza. Nah, I do think, well, now you have to fill in, if we're doing these filling the gaps, we have to fill in when they're training for Goku to go get Broly. Oh, yeah. Because, which that was one of the things I liked in the movie, how they remembered how in Broly's movie, how Frieza's like, he wants to create recreate that thing so he can have full control over Broly because Broly by his side he'd be unstoppable. So you know, Goku and them getting Broly's like, hey, we got to bring him here because the only way to protect him from Frieza because Frieza doesn't know how to get there. Now if Frieza finds a way to get to Beerus's planet one day. Oh my lord, that's going to be bad. The fact that Goku can get there, and it's really only Goku. It's kind of kind of asinine if you think about it. Like, I actually had a fun question to ask you about that planet too. What? So, even though because obviously they didn't know this was going to exist, yada yada. Do you remember when 
Goku first went Super Saiyan 3 and the whole world was shaking and you could feel it from the afterlife and from the Supreme Kai's planet. Mm-hmm. How do you think the Supreme Kai's planet is further away from Earth than Beerus's planet? Because wouldn't we be able to feel that power? Like, this was the thing I was just thinking about. Like, wouldn't we be able to feel like, hmm, there's someone like really strong because I could feel his energy from here? Like, what's further away? Earth to Beerus's planet or Earth to the Supreme Kai's planet and the Grand Kai's planet and hell? <laughs> I think Beerus's planet is further from Earth. Okay. Because Goku, I mean, I th- if Thing. Goku's been able to instant transmission under no pressure to the Supreme Kai's planet really easy. Like, like, like he felt whenever he was in other world and he found out that Gohan was still alive. Mm-hmm. You remember he instant transmissioned to the Supreme Kai's planet without even Gohan having to power up. But like when Golden Frieza showed up back on Earth, I mean it took all of the Z fighters. Like, actually, no, in the movie, all the Z fighters powered up so that um, Goku and Vegeta, or Goku could lock on to their, their key signature. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and then in the anime, uh, Gohan's basically like his dying breath was to go Super Saiyan as he's getting tormented by Frieza. And then Goku was able to lock on there. So, where I'm going now with this, to get off Beerus. Beerus is a planet there earlier. He, Goku actually needed people to actually power up to catch their location. Mm-hmm. But but when they were on Supreme Kai's planet, Gohan was swinging a sword around and Goku figured out where he was. And granted, that was an over the other world, but I think other world is close to Earth, I would think. But it is the afterlife, so. I would just love to see a map, a map of how close they well, are. Well, if you if you if, if you ever seen like it, it would need to be an updated map, and that map is probably full of bullshit because you've seen those maps that they had of like what the universe looks like. It looks mm-hmm. like a table with a glass like dome over it, and like the the south pole of this place is where you know hell and the demons all are, and it shows. You know, like King Kai's planet and like one of the corners representing the four Kai's. And then right above that, it's like where the Grand Supreme Kai and then right above it is where the Supreme Kai is. But, it, you know, it doesn't show Beerus's planet because, again, it was made 30 years ago. So I don't even know if you got a map, you would be content with your answer that was given. It's just kind of asinine. But it must be interesting. It would be. It'd be freaking interesting to see. But so it's the end of the year. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be close to the end of the year around New Year's Eve. Mitch, what if like how are you feeling about Dragon Ball? We're about to go to 2023. Manga's back. We had a movie that exceeded the company's expectations because the company did not help it in any means, um, in terms of marketing. And we still have no anime. People have said again, 2023. An anime is coming. We'll wait and see. But how are you feeling about Dragon Ball right now? What were your like top things you liked that you saw this year in terms of transformation fights or whatever? And are you expecting the anime back next year? So in, in reference to this year, I mean, 
you know, looking back in hindsight, uh, they did they did a pretty pretty good amount of things. Uh, it's just the it didn't capitalize. I feel like the to the maximum potential of this franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the movie, the movie well, it was fantastic story script. Again, more of a copy and paste yeah. of a lot of different, like a rehashing of Gohan stories. So I mean, it is what it is. But they they did pretty fairly well with that, and you know they added some twist to it with you know Gamma One and Gamma Two and Doctor Zero's grandson actually not really being evil. He's just he was just employed by an evil guy, and so the movie the movie did pretty well. the The animation style, you know, I personally like the old, mm-hmm. you know, the hand drawn kind of seeming like what Z looked like. But I understand that you know times change, and that's that's not really something to really harp on about. Um, the manga, manga itself, it did its job, but again, just missed opportunities like. Did it have to end the way it did, you know, with um, with how gas and granola, you know, panned out there? Kind of up for debate, but I mean, it just sets up for a good future with what Priest is going to do. But like, I want to know what is granola doing? Because mm. we can't we can't have granola not doing something because granola does not like Frieza. And if Frieza is the strongest son of a bitch in this universe right now, Granola cannot be sitting there doing nothing whenever they go and fight him. Like he has to be an he has to be an integral part of the story moving forward after or whenever Frieza starts getting brought up. Like he has to be a Z fighter. Like he has to join the squad. What you know? Okay, maybe not join the squad, but like he can be like his own kind of thing. But like. He has to have a role in this, and he's he's going to die. He's going to die soon. So mm-hmm. it's like, will Granola see the end of Frieza? Mm. And I feel like that's going to be wasted because there have been moments in which they have already wasted other plot points. So the fact though that Broly is even brought into the movie is kind of shocking. It really is, but but I want Granola to be. Like a Broly and not a Majin Buu. Because Majin Buu is the most wasted character ever. <laughs> and, and, and that guy would be a catalyst for a whole bunch of shit. Like, a lot of enemies should have their motivations based off of the history of Majin Buu. But that's for another, that's for another topic of debate or discussion. Um, but um, no, I think like if I had to give this this year a grade, you know, like A B C D E F of Dragon Ball, like I don't want to give it an A because you know there is no anime. But like, would I give it a C? I'm not giving it a D or an F because literally the fandom has carried this franchise. And as long as they put anything out, like we're just going to enjoy what we're seeing here. I think I give it a B, maybe a B minus. Like really enjoyed it, but just things could be tweaked and worked on, and you know, Toy can actually show a little more care towards the franchise is probably pouring them in the most money. But mm-hmm. it's like 
and and then just a little brush up with the story, the storyboard that they're doing here. But but maybe that's the thing. Maybe these three months off that we've had four months off, you know, maybe they actually weren't just sitting around like what I was doing during the hiatus, you know, just kind of waiting for them to come back. Maybe they were actually in the office and they were like, Hey, let, let's, let's make a plan. You know, let's make a, let's make a three-year plan as to what these storyboards are going to look like and let's stick to it. You know, so things don't contradict themselves. I have no idea how how they approached the Morrow arc and the Grimal arc. But just some just some things that they introduced in those arcs, I just didn't feel like they followed through with it. Like during the Morrow arc is the classic one I'll use at the beginning of the arc. You know, we learned that, you know, the Grand Supreme Kai, like back in the day, like Supreme Kai's, you know, mentor, like he sacrificed his god powers to seal away Moro's magic. And that Moro's magic was this, this destructive force set that it, you were not going to beat it with brute strength. So then, like, I thought then, you know, when Moro gained his magic back, that, that was the only way that they were going to do it. They were going to have to sacrifice, Goku and Vegeta were going to have to sacrifice their god powers. No, it just those were the things that were going through my mind, but but that's not how it went. Instead, Goku goes MUI and gets a little extra boost from Oob, who has a little bit of God power left in him. Okay, and then we get Megazord MUI Goku. It's like it just from what was being built, just it didn't seem like it was a vertical build, and that this tower was being built sideways going up but yeah so but yeah who maybe that's what they did maybe maybe they had that plan the whole time and i'm just overthinking it or maybe they just won it i mean the anime and the manga you know during the tournament of power and zamsu they had they were very different mm-hmm. you know they they were not the same you go you go look at the manga for how like zamsu ended for example not similar at all to the ending of uh, the manga or the anime, the manga, whichever, how I I phrased it there. And then the tournament of power. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, they're not the same. So I don't know. I don't even know. Like, do you think that the anime will look the same whenever it comes out to what we've seen in the manga? Or do you think they're just going to do course correction? Or all the stuff that they, you know, potentially think that they messed up on. Uh, it depends on what day for them. If they care, I think they'll probably do course correction. If not, I think they're just going to go their normal pace. Yeah. Ooh, what would you give this year? Like, if you had to give it a, a grade, what do you give um, it? I think, I think the thing that carries it for me is just still how super superhero got zero promotion like it got more promotion after like for the dvds in japan and all that for when it actually came out in theaters and the fact that that movie in new states with no promotion opened domestically the number one movie in the u.s like that is mm-hmm. like that that's the biggest like accomplishment for me and like 
just like you said, the fans carrying it. So I, I give it a B because I feel like if they actually promoted that movie, it would even break even more records and they were just being lazy. So I can't give them an, an A or a B plus. So I just have to give them a, a B. There are some things in the Moro, I mean, not Moro, uh, Granola arc I didn't like. Just to think that like we get Ultra Ego, we get True Ultra Instinct. Bardock is back, all this stuff, and it all to end the way it did. I'm just like, eh. And I also just didn't like how, I mean, because I was believing it too. Like, I really felt like Alex's second wish was going to be like Omega game changing. Mm-hmm. And then we never got to, never saw it really. Yep. Yep, so, we didn't. But, uh, yeah. those are my biggest things with. With the, you know, the one the one here. thing that I will say, this is what I this is what I hope for. When when the day comes that the anime comes back, and and I'm not gonna sit here and try to predict when it will come, because too many people who maybe they maybe they have more sources than well, I okay, I don't have any sources. I, I just read whatever I find <laughs> on the internet. I don't I don't text anybody and be like, hey, what's the scoop? No, I don't I don't have shit. So if if you're if you're hoping for that, I apologize. I, I'm not going to break any news to you. I'm just going to report on it. But like, I hope that when the anime comes back, whenever that is, there is not a huge gap in subbed versus dub whenever it's released. Because if if like you should see that, like. People who over here in America or even like anywhere, because you go down to like Mexico, for example, Mexico loves Dragon Ball. Like mm-hmm. they are they're like Central America. They you, you could make an argument. They love it just much, just as much as Japan. Like they are involved when 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 the Tournament of Power was having, you know, finale there, like they had gatherings, they filled bars. I almost think they filled up a couple of stadiums, like local stadiums, to watch the the finale of Goku versus Jiren. They're all about that. But like when when the sub comes out, the dub has to be right behind it, if not right whenever it comes out. Because it's just this is a global phenomenon, this franchise. Yeah. And they just now maybe on the flip side, they don't want that. Maybe they want the dub to come out or the sub to come out first and then, you know, just have everybody just watching the sub. And then they're like, okay, I'm going to release the dub later because I know you know what's going to happen and I know you've seen what's going to happen. And, but I'm just going to change it up and have English voice actors because you're going to watch it twice. Because you're going to watch sub so you know what happens. You're going to listen to the dub just to hear what it's like in English. So maybe that's part of their plan. Maybe that's why uh, sub and dub don't come out at the same time. Yeah, because they can do a simulcast. I mean, if they do the stuff that current anime are doing, like if you're big enough, uh, you're like typically when you do a simulcast, it'll come out in Japan, and then that episode will be out in two weeks in like English. So there'll only be two weeks behind, which isn't bad at all. So if Dragon Ball comes back, hopefully they go that route where they are simulcasting. So whenever it comes out in Japan, 
in two weeks that episode will be out in English, so they'll only be two weeks behind. No, well, we'll see though. I can't remember what was the gap between sub and dub um, with the anime though. It was feel like it was a big gap. It was a big gap because like the tournament of power was done. Yep. By the time that the dub tournament of power started, I think. Oh, it was over. It was they were still in like Goku and Zamasu. Yeah, Zamasu. But hey, I mean, it it keeps people interested longer. So I mean, I guess it works out for them. That's true. That's true. Well, Mitch, anything else as we end this episode? No, No, I appreciate everyone listening and appreciate you know byron and justin as the they edit this it's probably gonna be a pain in the ass because i'm a little rusty so uh, shout out to them and everything that they do for us uh, they we we couldn't do this without them so appreciate them and appreciate everyone who listens and only uh take take a second though to see what else the l7c has to offer um if if you were just waiting for me in the past four months i appreciate uh, you coming back but there's plenty of other content around here. You got other anime experts who dive into other um, animes other than Dragon Ball. And, you know, if you think that my expertise is pretty, uh, pretty fulfilling, let me tell you, they, they, they handle their stuff pretty well too. So give everyone a little, little shout out there too. And, uh, and I'll also give, if you like wrestling, give, give Jacob, my my fellow colleague here, give Jacob Mason some love for his wrestling podcast. Uh, he'll he'll set you straight with what's going on in the wrestling world, all the way from you know mainstream down to indie. So we'll get you squared away. So and then all the other ones, you know, because we also have we, have, we also have people who do serious uh, discussions and um, look and see what uh, what they all have to offer in case you want something that is a little more maybe engaging on your brain, but uh, well, we pump we pump out all the content. So appreciate everyone for all the listens and well, good to be back. So. Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. I will say that if you wanted to see Mitch make his return, the L seven C end of year podcast is already out by the time you're listening to this it's out on youtube so definitely go check that check that out that was a very entertaining time we had we had 11 11 12 people on that podcast so definitely check that out a lot of shit talking a lot of shit talking we're all good friends here on the l7c we've known each other even before we started doing this podcast so you know some things you know maybe doesn't necessarily make sense as to what the hell we're talking about. But, uh, Martin's a good moderator and keeps us on track, and uh, it, it's silly fun. So, but but it's it's good educational, a lot of shit talking, good entertainment. So give it a listen. Yeah, and with that being said, that's just the L7C podcast. Dragon Ball is back. We'll be back next month, and we are signing out. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.